0: ABC Listen. Podcasts, radio, news, music and more.
1: Max Verstappen out of the final corner for the final time. Max Verstappen wins 19 Grand Prix in a single season. Yeah, Max, you have been absolutely mighty this year. 19 victories. You've led over 1,000 laps... You've smashed it out of the park. It has been an absolute privilege.
0: A few months ago, some were worried that Formula One might have become a little predictable with Red Bull and Max Verstappen dominating things. Fast forward and it's been a big time for the sport. Bombshell driver changes investigations into team principles and this year, more than half the grid are on the last year of their contract. We're on the eve of the season. Let's go racing. I'm Poppy Penny and this is ABC Sport Daily. Michael Doyle writes about Formula One for the ABC and it's lights out in Bahrain this weekend for the first race of the year. Mick, let's start with last year's champions, Red Bull. Everything seemed to be going really well up until a few weeks ago when an investigation was launched into their team principal, Christian Horner. What do we know about this and how much of a distraction is it likely to be coming into this first race?
1: You would think, Poppy, it's been a major distraction to the team. Revelations... Of allegations came out in a Dutch newspaper called De Telegraaf in February that a female employee had alleged workplace misconduct against Christian Horner. The exact details of it are still up for speculation. Red Bull have played their cards very close to their chest. As a matter of fact, everybody involved in this has played their cards very close to their chest.
0: It's business as usual. Um, there obviously is a a process, Uh, obviously I fully deny um, any accusations that have been made against me, but uh, of course I'll work, work with that process which I hope is concluded in the near future. What we
1: do know is that an allegation by a female employee was made to the parent company of the Red Bull Racing Team, which is the Red Bull Energy Drink Company in Austria. An investigation has been taken place. Christian Horner on February 9th was part of a very long interview. It lasted about eight hours at secret location in London. And since then, we've been waiting for the outcome. Christian Horner has vigorously denied these claims and he has been front and centre of Red Bull's pre-season. He was at the forefront during their car launch, he was at Bahrain for testing, and at the moment, he's going to be there for the first race of the season this weekend.
0: You know, the team is strong, it's it's together, and yeah, you know, today is an important day as we uh, lay a marker down for the season ahead.
1: There are reports that we may have a resolution prior to that, but. A lot is still up in the
0: air. Well, the allegations are uh, extremely serious. All we uh, hope and assume is that will be uh, handled in a very transparent way, as uh, FIA and Formula One has said, need to handle it swiftly because I don't believe these are the type of headlines that uh, Formula One uh, wants or needs at this time. The other big news to come out of the off season was that this will be Lewis Hamilton's final season with Mercedes as he moves to join Ferrari starting next year. How emotional will this year be for him and the Silver Arrows, do you think?
1: I think as the year progresses and the end is closer, it will become more emotional because then the reality of this magnificent partnership coming to an end will really start to hit home. And now he finds himself alongside Michael Schumacher As top in the record books, the world championship record is equaled. Lewis Hamilton wins the Turkish Grand Prix and is a seven-time champion of the world. I think for Lewis, it's really important to start the season strongly. When a driver goes to a new team, they're no longer privy to a lot of those behind-the-scenes discussions when they're talking about upgrading the car, how's the car going to look for next year, what direction the team wants to go to. How's this car? Is it a race winner? Can't say. Uh, I think we know it's a big, big mountain to climb. You know, when you're coming out of the blocks with a car like Red Bullhead, with these new regulations, catching them up is pretty... is very, very difficult, and um, we can't really see yet a, a picture of performance, only that, so far, first morning, they're very quick. So, if he starts the season off the pace compared to his teammate George Russell, I think Mercedes will subconsciously put their seven-time world champion to the side and focus all their attention on George because he is their future. Every year, speak for, for George, I mean he's Becoming a senior now and our team has been with us for a while. Uh, With Lewis going, uh, he will step up. um, But but these two this year is is what we could wish for. However, if Mercedes come to Bahrain with a good car and Hamilton is showing race-winning potential like we know he can, then Mercedes, I'm sure, will be happy to throw whatever they can to make this final season very memorable for them with Lewis.
0: So Lewis is just the start of what could be a very big game of musical chairs this year. There are at least 12 drivers who are finishing contracts at the end of the 2024 season. Lewis's move means there's now a vacant seat at Mercedes and a Carlos Sainz who doesn't have a car for 2025. How important is this season for the two-time race winner?
1: An exceptionally important season. I would be very shocked if Carlos didn't have a seat in 2025. I'm completely open-minded, but obviously I need conversations with everyone to see what everyone offers and what everyone is having in mind. And then, with all these options in in place, I will take what's best for my career and for my myself as a, as an individual and as a driver. No, but. Uh, The good thing is that I have time. But at the moment, he has no guarantee. So the best thing he can do is perform really well at the start of the season to make other teams... Take notice. Formula One at its absolute finest. Carlos Sainz, tactical brilliance. Carlos Sainz, the winner of the
0: Singapore Grand Prix. Another driver without a 2025 contract is Daniel Ricciardo, who found his way into an AlphaTauri or a V-carb, as they're known this year. Do we see him put pressure on Red Bull Sergio Perez to return to where it all began for him? Daniel
1: Ricciardo has certainly indicated that he would love to be in that main Red Bull seat again. He's made no secret about that. And there's been a lot of rumours and speculation that that is what Red Bull wants for 2025. I think the top teams still definitely have some some legs on us in the midfield. So we're trying to focus on ourselves and get get a bit more out of it. But anyone that's expecting us to be on the podium next week, I know this sounds really negative. It's not negative, it's just we're being realistic. That's not us, we're not there yet. Um, hopefully at some point. But there are plenty of great drivers out there, including Sergio Perez, who currently is in that seat, who may drive next to Max Verstappen in 2025. I think it was a bit of a roller coaster last year. Alex Albon's name has been thrown around recently, and he is a driver who used to partner Max Verstappen in the Red Bull, so that also would be a reunion for someone who knows the Red Bull system very well. As far as the rest of the grid goes, there's a lot up in the air. It is musical chairs, like he said, and when we get into the summer break or winter for us in the Southern Hemisphere, you're going to see a lot of action where teams are announcing that they've re-signed drivers, signing new drivers, and they're going to really shake up a grid that this year is unchanged from last. Verstappen's got a good launch. He's already up to second. I reckon that's the race lead in the inside line. Checo Perez trying to go right outside. He's made contact. He's made contact with Charles Leclerc into the first corner.
0: This could be the silliest, silly season we've had in some time. The other Aussie, of course, is Oscar Piastri, someone who's not going to have to worry about contract negotiations in this short term. How do you think he goes in his second year of Formula One with McLaren?
1: I'm really excited to see the learnings that Oscar Piastri takes from his rookie year and delivers in his second year. He had an outstanding rookie season. He has two podium finishes and won the sprint race in Qatar. It was May the 22nd last year that Max Verstappen took the lead in the World Championship. He has not been headed since. Oscar Piastri wasn't even racing in Formula One. He was fighting his time. He was waiting his time has and is an outstanding performance in a sport where rookies ordinarily tend to struggle. He now has a full year of experience under his belt that he gets to take into the next year. So a lot of mistakes that he would have made, things that you and I probably through the TV wouldn't notice, but someone like him would, he will reduce those greatly. I expect a better driver, a more refined driver in Oscar. And if he has the car, I think he will close the gap to his teammate Lando Norris, as they, hopefully for McLaren fans, close the gap to Ferrari, Mercedes and Red Bull.
0: There was quite a bit of expectation on my rookie season and going into my second season. Um, Yes, there's definitely still gonna be pressure. There's gonna be pressure on us as a team. Every little mistake gets scrutinised now even more. So, yeah, you definitely don't have that. But also I have the experience of of my first year. For the last couple of years, you touch on Red Bull there. They have been entirely dominant. Is there anyone who can stop them this year or is this just Max Verstappen's world and we're just living in it?
1: The fear is it's Max Verstappen's world. (laughs) It's very hard to tell until we get the first race out of the way this weekend. But from what we saw in testing, that Red Bull looked very quick. Max Verstappen wins the Qatar Grand Prix to take his 14th victory of the season. And it's his 49th career win. The Max Verstappen show shows no signs of ending anytime soon. They have not been conservative with their new car this is not a little tweak to the car from last year which was so dominant they have redesigned so much of this car most notably the side pods or now lack thereof side pods which sit next to the driver a way it allows airflow through the car and under the car they have gone very aggressive and i think a lot of teams who would have looked to them and designed their car off what they did last year probably had their eyes opened a little squeamishly and thought, what have we missed and what have Red Bull come up with?
0: They are truly the team to beat this year. Michael Doyle, it all starts tomorrow night. Thanks so much for your time today. Thanks, Poppy. Headlines: Australia's test campaign against New Zealand starts tomorrow, and Captain Pat Cummins has announced there will be no surprises, going in with the same 11 as the Gabba test against the West Indies.
1: Yeah, we feel in a really good position. Uh, last couple of years have obviously been quite successful with these guys, and you know also the other guys that are travelling with us. Um, you know, Nessa, Scotty, Renners have all had a bit of exposure as well, so we feel like you know if anything happened, we're we're pretty well placed to bring one of those guys in, but yeah, it's it's a real calmness around the group.
0: That gets underway tomorrow morning Australian time, and you can hear it live and ad-free on the ABC Listen app. The AFL Tribunal has handed down its first verdict of the year, giving Port Adelaide's Sam Palpepper a four-week ban for his bump on Adelaide's Mark Keane in their match simulation last week. No part of the ban may be served in Port's pre-season match, meaning he'll miss the first four rounds of the home and away season, and whether he plays against Frio on Friday is at the discretion of the AFL. And tonight is the night that determines whether the Matildas will be in Paris for the Olympics this year as they take on Uzbekistan in the second leg of their qualifiers. To make it through, the Chilis have to win both legs on aggregate, which basically means score more goals across both games. A reminder, they lead that 3-0. And some more good news is that you can hear the Chilis match live on the ABC Listen app.
1: Passes to Cooney Cross. She puts the ball out to the left-hand side. Cross comes in. Forward header is three. Caitlin Ford from six yards out makes it 3-0 for Matilda's in Tashkent. They've left it late, but the floodgates are now opening for Australia and Paris becomes a dream which inches closer for the Matildas.
0: And if you want more Matildas content, because honestly, who doesn't, Fran Kelly has gone and done an episode of her podcast, Yours Queerly, where she speaks to Katrina Gorey and recently unretired and goal-scoring Michelle Heyman about their friendship and the journey to get to where they are. You can get that on the Listen app as well. I'm Poppy Penny and this is ABC Sport Daily, produced by Declan Byrne. Thanks to the F1, Sky Sports, ESPN and BBC for the extra audio used in this episode. Discover more great ABC podcasts, live radio and exclusives on the ABC Listen app.